Hey friends, it's TJ, the weirdo with a beardo, with this week's episode of True Crime Tuesday. More stories of true crimes and unsolved mysteries from across history and across the globe. This week's story centers around Marvin Hemeyer, a disgruntled business owner, and his killdozer in True Crime Tuesday, episode number 75. Marvin Hemeyer was born October 28, 1951 in South Dakota. He later moved to Grand Lake, Colorado, about 16 miles from Granby, Colorado, which is where our story begins. Now, friends and acquaintances said Marvin was a likable person. His brother Ken even said Marvin was the kind of guy who would bend over backwards for anyone, although he was also a staunch businessman. And in 1992, Marvin, who was a mechanic by trade, bought two acres of land in Granby, Colorado for $42,000 and planned to build a new muffler shop, which he did. And after several years of operating the muffler shop, Marvin struck a deal to sell the property to a man by the name of Cody Dochev, who planned to build a concrete plant that would span both Hemeyer's lot and the lot right next door. Now, the men agreed to a price of $250,000 for Hemeyer's two-acre lot. But soon after, Hemeyer changed his mind, raising the price to $375,000. Then, Hemeyer got even more greedy, eventually driving the price up to nearly $1 million. But there was a big problem, because the negotiation happened before a rezoning proposal was heard by the Granby Town Board where Cody Dochev was attempting to rezone the property next door to the two acres owned by Marvin Hemeyer. Now, flash forward to 2001, when the Granby, Colorado Zoning Commission approved the construction of the concrete plant on the adjacent lot, meaning the deal between Marvin Hemeyer and Cody Dochev was null and void, and Marvin Hemeyer walked away with nothing. And not only that, but after several years of failed attempts at an appeal to block the construction of the concrete plant next door, the town actually fined Marvin Hemeyer $2,500 for not having a proper septic tank on his property. And angry from missing out on a nearly $1 million payday, Marvin Hemeyer began plotting his revenge. And that revenge came in the form of a modified 49-ton Komatsu bulldozer that he referred to as the MK tank, which had one purpose to destroy anything in its path. And using his experience as a mechanic and a metal worker, Hemeyer outfitted the dozer with homemade metal armor plates made from concrete sandwiched between steel plates. And on parts of the machine, the armor was over one foot thick, making it bulletproof and resistant to small explosives. Hemeyer also included three gun ports where he mounted a 50 caliber rifle, a 308 semi-automatic, and a 22 long rifle. He also attached several video cameras so he could maneuver the dozer and monitor what was going on outside. And it took nearly a year and a half until the kill dozer, as it became known, was complete. Although I should add that it never actually killed anyone, although it did leave a massive trail of destruction. On June 4, 2004, Marvin Hemeyer permanently sealed himself in his kill dozer and began a demolition spree that lasted several hours. Marvin drove his armored bulldozer through the walls of his muffler shop, then through the concrete plant next door, owned by Cody Dochev. He then plowed through the home of the former mayor, the town hall where the zoning proceedings happened, and then onto the building that housed the local newspaper that editorialized against him. Authorities later determined that all of these targets were somehow related 
to his war against the local zoning commission. In total, 13 buildings were damaged or destroyed, causing around $7 million in property damage. Luckily, no one was hurt, although those close to Hemeyer claim that he made it a point to go out of his way to not hurt anyone during the process, although he did manage to fire 15 rounds of ammunition from his gun turret, knocking out power transformers and propane tanks at several targets. Once Hemeyer's rampage started, local police, county sheriffs, the Colorado State Police, and other agencies joined the efforts to put an end to this trail of destruction. Officers opened fire on the dozer, although its thick metal and concrete shielding was virtually impenetrable. Even small explosives were no match for the dozer's thick armor. And at one point, an officer dropped a flashbang grenade into the dozer's exhaust pipe, which seemed to have little to no effect. Authorities even began to question whether there was anything that could bring this destructive machine to a stop before Hemeyer had the ability to start harming civilians. Even Colorado Governor Bill Owens is alleged to have considered using a National Guard helicopter armed with missiles, but the collateral damage would have been far too great. And just then, the killdozer became trapped in the basement of a local hardware store. It appeared the dozer's radiator had been damaged and its engine was leaking fluids. One of its treads fell off inside the store, so it was nearly impossible for the dozer to maneuver out. Soon, the dozer's engine died, and that's when SWAT team members swarmed in, only to hear a single gunshot from inside the sealed cabin. Authorities tried to use explosives to remove the thick steel and concrete armor from the dozer, but eventually settled on a cutting torch to reach the inside of the cab. And that is where they found Marvin Hemeyer, dead from a self-inflicted gunshot wound. Now, in the aftermath of the events of June 4, 2004, police began looking for clues as to what motivated Marvin to embark on such a brutal rampage. They came across several audio recordings that Hemeyer had made, which he mailed to his brother Ken in South Dakota. Upon receiving them, Ken turned the tapes directly over to the FBI. On the tapes, Marvin claimed that God had built him for this job claiming that God was beside him to get the machine done, to drive it, to do the stuff he had to do. He went on to say that God had blessed him in advance for the task that he was about to undertake, that it was his duty that God had asked him to do this. He said, it's a cross that I'm going to carry, and I'm carrying it in God's name. The authorities also found a handwritten list of targets that Hemeyer intended to hit, as well as a note confirming the reasons he chose to embark on such a dark quest. The notes say that he intended to stop the concrete plant from being built near his muffler shop, that he held several grudges over the zoning approval, stating, I was always willing to be reasonable, until I had to be unreasonable. And sometimes, reasonable men must do unreasonable things. And that, my friends, is this week's True Crime Tuesday story. Episode number 75, the story of Martin Hemeyer and his killdozer although the only person ever killed during the rampage was Hemeyer himself. Join me each week for more stories of true crimes and unsolved mysteries. We'll see you next time.